This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to WTF Waikato, a radio show and podcast which takes a look at the quirkier people, groups and interests in the region. I'm producer Gary Farrow, and for this episode, I got along to a burlesque class. I'm Midnight Mistress. I am headmistress of Glamilton Burlesque Academy. We have been teaching burlesque here in Hamilton for eight years now. Basically, for um, us, it's about you could say empowering women about teaching um, people doesn't matter what age you are from 18 up to 80 that we all have wiggly and jiggly bits Um, it doesn't matter if you're a size 8 or a size 28 um, you all have parts of our body that we don't like and just getting it across to people that burlesque is all about helping you feel sensual seductive Sensuality and seduction does not necessarily entail sexuality, does it? No, it does not. Majority of performers are female, but we do actually have some male performers. Okay, um, but as you say, it's got nothing to do with sexuality at all, and it's it's, it's not because um, that's what people say when you say do burlesque. They go, oh, well, you're a stripper, and it's all about sex. It's it's not at all. It's about it's the art of tease. It's about the journey that you are doing on stage, okay? Um, The quote that I really like, it's about taking the everyday act of removing your clothes and turning it into a production. Um, It's an art form. Um, 80% of our audience are actually females because that's it, that they come along and view it as an art form. And they like to think, well, you know, there's somebody my size up there there's someone that's like me that's had three or four children up there um as i say it's it's an art so burlesque 101 basically that is the very basis of um burlesque what we do is we teach you the basic struts bump grinds some basic um boa and glove moves um and then you also learn um a routine um we Basically what we do is every term we have a Burlesque 101. I have had ladies who have been coming to me for two years because every term you you learn something different. Um, your bump and grinds are still the same, but you'd learn different bow and glove moves, you would learn a different routine, and you would learn a different reveal. So like one term, for example, you'd learn a dress reveal. The next time you would do... Um, like a shirt reveal, like we've got a, a really funny, kind of sexy um, shirt reveal to You Can Leave Your Head On by Joe Cocker. You, you, we have the hats and, and the whole thing. Um, that's really fun. Um, so, as I say, I've had ladies that have been coming back for two years just purely because they enjoy it as an easy form of exercise. Mm. Um, it has helped them with their confidence. Um, I will be honest quite a few half of the class normally is older ladies that um you know we're going through the menopause that sort of thing um and they want to learn to love their bodies again 
or and you know they've separated from their partners, husbands, whatever. So they just they need to get their confidence back. You know, I've I've had ladies that have been coming to me for a while and then they'll come up to me and they go, Oh, you'll never guess I had my first date and you know <laughs> that that sort of thing. Mm. Um, so again I feel it's it's that um, whole family community you know family thing that they feel that they can come and be excited and and, and feel safe feel and secure safe, yeah. And, and yeah you know oh I'm going on this date and I haven't dated for like 30 40 years you know mm-hmm. that that sort of thing um, and just to see them smile I absolutely love it um, but yeah as I say so for the Blessed 101 we do have one every term so basically that's four um, every year um, generally it runs for six weeks um, there is no nudity in it. So even though we do have reveals, like a dress reveal, you always, we say, like, put your gym gear on underneath. And when you take your dress off, you are still fully clothed. Okay, so in Burlesque 101, there is no nudity at all. Um, we even do tassel twirling, okay, which is where you put... Um, oh, pasties. Pasties. <laughs> pasties on, um, and they have tassels attached, and you learn how to... Jiggle. I like the so that I they, like the back one. Yeah. What are they the assholes? Assholes, yeah. <laughs> when you stick them on the butt they're called assholes. See, we even have that in class, but again I provide bras and they're actually attached to the bra. Right. So again, you get to have the fun of tassel twirling because even though it looks really easy, it is quite hard. It is. <laughs> um, I found it really hard. Mm-hmm. But it is um, you are still fully clothed. Okay, um, I must admit that is where GBA is a little bit different. Um, other burlesque um, schools throughout New Zealand offer like tassel twirling and stuff like that, but they actually require you to have removed your bra. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to burlesque 101, what we're aiming to do is we, we'd like everybody to see the different aspects of burlesque and from there, if you want to move on, mm-hmm. then yes, by all means, if you want to tassel twirl, we will we will help you do it, braless, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But burlesque 101, as I say, is your basic bump grinds um, in a safe environment, learning what is basically, the, as I say, the basic fundamentals of burlesque. Do you think women have that understanding that? that is what burlesque is about? Once they do some research into it, yes. A lot of people, I will admit, a lot of people think burlesque is like the movie. Mm. Okay. Which is basically, um, the burlesque the movie was actually cabaret. Um, but after saying that, burlesque is, is the removal of an article of clothing. So, for example, you can come out dressed in a lovely evening gown with just gloves on, and as long as you take your gloves on, it's taking it from being a cabaret performance to a burlesque performance. So, again, a lot of people under the misconception that you've got to take everything off, you don't. Um, for example, I always go down to what I call nana knickers, high-waisted um, pants. 90% of the time I leave my corset on, and of course, then you just got a, a bra that you stick, you stick sparkly stuff on everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Every, everything's about sparkly, yeah. And that's another thing we kind of like magpies. Anything that sparkles, we're there. Love it. Um, so yeah, you can take as much or as little off as you want. As I say, it's about the journey. It's about being central. It's about being seductive. What a lot of people find, and myself included, is these things that midnight mistress will say and do and act a certain way whereas myself and my normal day-to-day life no way 
no way at all it's it's a way of um under another persona you can act different you can be how you want to be people kind of need that other persona sometimes to to be able to to I don't know what it shake off. Yeah, who you your daily who yeah. you are daily. It's just yeah. someone you can be different. The, the confines of what normal society think you should be. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like so it, it's like with any form of um, performance, really, musical performance or um, acting and stage productions. Uh, it's just the same that. Um, environment in which you have a license to do what you want to do and, re- and 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 express how you want to. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Um, like in burlesque, there are actually two forms of burlesque. There's what we call the classic burlesque, um, which is is the old-fashioned, you know, boas, gloves, all that sort of thing. Um, and that's it. It's it's very much the old type of burlesque, the, the likes of what. Um, most people know like um, Dita, Dita Von Teese. It's a lot of, of what she does. She does what they call classic burlesque. Um, but then we have what we call neo-burlesque, and basically that's anything goes. You could be um, doing hip-hop while you take certain, you know, take your clothes off. Um, that there is, you can do anything. We've had people that have been dressed up as aliens. We've had people that... Um, Clitorises. Yeah. There was, yeah, and, I'm not joking. No, Amorous Ava, if you look her yes. up, she that's what she did. She was basically her whole thing. She was just one big clitoris. Vagina. And vagina, <laughs> and, and, and that's it. But that, that was her way of um, celebrating being a female. Okay, yeah. She does it through comedy, therefore she likes to do the neo, neo stuff. Um, we had... Um, like um, Pixie Twist, she um, she does a lot of neo. Again, um, she when one of the ones that she does, she actually stands in a little rubber power pole and pulls wine all over herself. Right, okay, and yep. she's she's dressed she's dressed in, in like grapes everywhere. Um, <laughs> you know, um, again another one for Pixie is um, she's um, dairy intolerant. So she did one called Cheese, and she found a song that says, I love cheese, but cheese doesn't love me. So she's got a big, like a big cheese head on. Her pasties are actually cheese slices. And at the end of it, she pulls cheese slices out of her underwear, and she's throwing it at the um, at the audience. Amazing. Yeah, and that's what I mean. So it's very, very broad spectrum. Very broad spectrum. So it has that, it can have that, sensual, seductive element but at the same time it can jump to comedy. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it's nice being different, you know, being a different personality on stage. I mean, I haven't done it personally, I'd rather be behind the scenes, but yeah, I got into this uh, workmate, actually, his wife got into it and I started going to the classes and yeah, it was really cool. Mm, so. Cool. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Crystal, but I like to go, my stage name, if you will, is Little Miss Innocent. <laughs> I'm not a nun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might look like one, but I'm not. So that's why I chose that name because I can be someone who looks like they're sweet and tasty, but um, can be quite seduceful and whatever. I suppose <laughs> someone different. It's cool. I like being different. 
Now, as Midnight Mistress um, said to me before, you are you are involved more in kittening. Yes. 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 Yeah. Tell us what kittening is about. So the performers will come out. Like we'll get the props. I'll take the props out. I'll set them up how the performers need it, and then when they're finished, I'll go and pick it all up and help the performers through the show and that so yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah so for example if if someone is doing like a chair routine it's up to the stage kitten to put it exactly where they want um and that's it once they've discarded all their, all their clothing, clothing yeah it's yeah, sta- the stage kitten runs around and picks all that up make sure that sure because some of these women put thousands and thousands of dollars worth of stuff mm. into mm. their costumes whereas some of us we don't have that budget um, but yeah you still want to get all your stuff back again um, a stage kitten helps behind the scenes as in if, if a performer needs like a corset tightened up or they've got something a little malfunction that's happened before they need to go on stage the stage kitten is there to, to help them out um, she also picks the victims sorry I should say volunteers <laughs> the volunteers um, from, from the audience because what we do is um, at most of our shows we have audience participation as in we get people up to have a go with some boas. Right. And yeah. it's really cool because audience, audience participation, you know, and it makes people think, oh well, you know, get up there. Come on. It's cool. And it would I like make, picking my victims. Would make <laughs> would make people feel a lot more relaxed um, and involved as well. Because I imagine um, burlesque performance is a challenge sometimes even for the people in the audience because it's um, just it's outside the norm. It can be daunting like a lot of people are like no 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 it's like come on you know you just encourage them it's like it's going to be okay it's safe you're in a safe environment and it's a lot of fun to do so yeah. Yeah and yeah as I say a lot of people especially what um, work do's like one person who organises it for the for the work people to come along knows what burlesque is, but most of the others, as I say, they think it's burlesque as in the Cher and Christina Aguilera movie. So then they rock up there, and they see these people starting to take articles of clothing off, and they're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> um, I'll be honest with you. When I rocked up to my first class with Miss Tattletail, oh god, about eight nine years ago. Um, I was exactly the same. I was ignorant. I saw burlesque advertising. I thought, oh, cabaret, Christina Aguilera, yeah. Yep. Rocked along there. And then within sort of five minutes into the into the class, Miss Tittle Tattle's talking about removing of clothing and I'm standing there thinking, oh, good grief, what have oh, I no. got myself <laughs> into? But that's it. You then realise that it's, it's fun and because you can take as much or as little off as you want, it's your personal choice. And you know, if anyone had told me when I walked into my first class that I would then be a performing, I would have laughed at them. Absolutely mm-hmm. laughed at them. But it's just, it's the fact that that whole other persona takes over. Um, yeah, and it's, it's just a fantastic feeling. My name's Fleur Tini. Um, I also go by Fleur, and I started burlesque oh, approximately five years ago. I got into burlesque initially because Midnight Mistress was doing it, and she pulled me along to a couple of classes, um, which was really fun. And I started out as a stage kitten in the, in the first couple of shows that she performed in with Glamilton Burlesque Academy, and from there I really enjoyed it. So I 
was up in Auckland at the time and found burlesque classes up there with Hoochie Coochie. So I did classes for about two, three years up there and at the same time I was getting in any show I could imagine, um, whether it was performing or stage kittening, doing sound and lighting, just helping the girls backstage and the guys and some of them as well. Um, yeah, it's just, there's so many opportunities. You don't need to be that performer if you don't like the centre of attention. There's definitely options out there for everyone. Had you previously been involved in performing arts or dancing, or was this new territory for you? So I started doing jazz ballet at four years old. So I would have done about... 10 to 12 years of jazz ballet as a kid before I um, moved on to other pastures. <laughs> yeah, so I started there and I also remember as a child doing a lot of like shows with my friends, dancing around in my room, putting on my own routines. So it's been great to take what's in my head and actually give it to other people to allow them to experience what it's like because there's not many opportunities these days where you can be the creator unless you're quite high up. What was the experience like for you getting into burlesque as a young person in the 21st century? Did you feel you could tell your friends and such or was it more about you and your empowerment? I definitely struggled initially um, like a lot of young women in the 21st century you see all these people in magazines and you think I could never look like that um, you I was one of those people that always wore a tankini or a full bathing suit when I went swimming because I was worried when I wore a bikini that my stomach would be lying over the edge but even though I didn't really tell my friends that I was doing burlesque, I enjoyed meeting all the ladies there and I have some better friends out of burlesque than I did when I was at university or when I was at high school because it's one of the most accepting crowds I've ever met and from that I've learned to love my wiggly jiggly bits. Um, doesn't matter what size you are, Everyone has a little bit of excess fat on them. It's what keeps us alive. <laughs> it's just part of who we are. We don't all have six packs and a made of stone. Um, so it's definitely helped me in that regard. And just learning how to strut and walk and stand up straight. If I'm at work, that's what I do. I'm having a tough moment. I sit up straight or I go for like a power strut to the far room and it just brightens up my day a little bit and I never would have had that if I didn't start this. It's like extra appreciation of your own body? Absolutely. Don't get me wrong, there's still days that I don't like my body, um, but everyone has those moments. But it definitely has given me extra appreciation for what I have and realising that I'm okay as I am. People do like me, no matter what I'm doing. and. There's definitely something empowering within that. Are there some people from your age group, other women, who have denounced or disagreed with what burlesque is and what you're doing? I've definitely had some people who look at me and say, why would you do that? Uh, people that don't quite understand what burlesque is. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of 
stigma out there around it and it's mainly because they see it as taking your clothes off and a line it with stripping. It's really not that. It is so much more than taking your clothes off. Um, as I was telling the ladies at class earlier tonight, one of the best routines I've seen, someone put on a robe and took off a glove and that is imprinted in my head forever. It's not about what you take off, it's about your confidence, it's about building who you are and betraying your true self. So to those friends that didn't understand it, that's okay. I'm still friends with some of them, others have moved on. But I've found a bunch of females who truly appreciate me for me and I definitely think they're going to be friends for life. I want to give everyone the opportunity to um, feel good about themselves. Um, it's not about being brave, you don't have to be brave at all. You know, you can be so scared, but it's just doing it because it makes you feel, feel good. And it, as you say, it's that whole sensual, seductive, without being sexual. And it's, it's and that's what I like. Yeah, you know. And that's what, I, what that was what was appealing to me as well because I was on you know Christine Aguilera share when I did when Midnight Mistress and I went to her class and that was just like wow this is different to what I saw in the movies so and then after that yeah I just fell in love with it like all the costumes and the corsets and yeah I've got a few of them now. <laughs> they fun. <laughs> they fun. <laughs> And it, it sounds like it becomes a real mindfulness and appreciation of the body by the performers themselves as well. Like really becoming sort of at one and knowledgeable of their body and and positively acquainted with it. Oh, abs absolutely. The thing, the thing that I love also about the burlesque community is when I first started my burlesque journey, if anyone had told me that you could have 10 and in this case it was females, 10 females in a room competing in a burlesque competition and they would actually be encouraging each other, helping each other and all this sort of stuff, I would have gone, yeah, right. Okay, because let's let's be honest, it, it, that's not sort of how the world works. But that's that's what I can't get over is burlesque, the burlesque community. They are definitely about um, building you up you know, they will come up to you and they will tell you you look gorgeous. They will come up to you and they will hug you. They will... Um, it's like a real little family. Yeah, yeah. They, it's like a family, like like um, Miss Innocent said. It's, it's a family. It's encouraging you to be the best that you can be. Um, yeah, like I've known performers that have, you know, like with anything, you have costume malfunctions and that's it where they're lending other other performers here take my corset do this do that um because it's, it's it's all about helping each other feel good about each other and being there and being supportive and that um yeah i just i don't know how else to explain it mm. i think the norm that has been constructed constructed by hollywood and such is that idea of the victorian era burlesque and the idea of like the flapper era yeah the flapper era yeah, and that yeah. that woman owning the attention of the room and as if she's just like not part of a collective it's just her she is the queen mm -hmm. so 
Yeah, that's what I feel like, that people tend to think of a, a strong, single, independent woman rather than a collective of women who support each other in being able to do performance. Yeah, actually, you probably probably are right. Um, I've never looked at it like that because even, okay, I suppose the other way you can look at it, even though each performer when they're on stage is that one strong person, once we get behind mm -hmm. stage, mm -hmm. we become that strong group collectively supporting e each other. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But as you say, Hollywood definitely pushes it to be that, that one strong person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, now, you said um, before that there are a few feminists in the burlesque uh, community. Yes. Um, but there are also feminists who understand burlesque in a different way, and so view it in a different way. Yes, yes. Um, it's the feminists that um, join us because they, they want to be inclusive as in giving everyone that power, but we've got feminists sitting on the outside giving us a hard time because they feel that by getting up there and displaying our bodies that we, we are basically just mainstreaming um, that whole sex thing. So do you feel, um, how do you feel about men when they're in the audience? Because it sounds like they're in the minority, mm -hmm. but is there sort of a wariness sometimes or do they seem to have that appreciation? To be honest, the men that are in the audience have actually been brought along by their partner, okay? Yeah. And they again appreciate it, mm. okay? Um, it's, it's not the sleazy, you know, guy, I don't know, this sounds really bad with, you know, the long overcoat on, that, that sort of thing. It's, it's not that at all. Generally, it, as I say, it is partners bringing along their guys, I suppose in a, in a way educating them, you know. Opening their minds. Opening, yeah. opening their minds to the fact that, you know, burlesque is about being central, about being seductive. Um, it's, not, it's not sleazy or anything like that. Um, I have had um, guys come up to me afterwards and, and, you know, admit that they had the total, totally wrong concept and, and perception of, of what a burlesque show was going to be. Um, but as I say, most of them won't turn up on their own. They're always coming with a partner or with a group of female, female friends. So um, I myself have never, never felt unsafe. Um, we always have um, somebody on the door like security as such um, and also like I know for ex uh, example when Sugar Spanks has his ones at the Navara Ivan is absolutely fantastic with regards to if, if we ever feel uncomfortable all we have to do is say anything and, and he goes and talks to them and removes them and, and all that sort of stuff to be honest sometimes it's actually the drunk females that are actually more of an issue they tend to feel that because yeah we were up there removing our clothing because they jumped they could get a bit handsy that that mm. sort of thing and it was kind of like yeah, no 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 so they 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 feel they feel liberated and empowered but it gets expressed in a certain way because they're intoxicated yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're glad you're enjoying the show please come along to classes but yeah no no yeah not like yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah how can people get involved with um the Glenwalton Burlesque Academy. Um, we have a Facebook page. 
So um, if they want to just go on there and, and find that onto Facebook, it's Glamorton Burlesque Academy. From there they can just message me. We do put um, advertising up for all our classes. We also advertise our classes on Event Finder. And the other thing is, of course, Midnight Mistress and Midnight um, Burlesque Productions have pages as well, and we advertise everything through there. Um, so yeah, basically Facebook is your best first point of contact. Thanks to Glamorton Burlesque Academy for being the subject of this episode of WTF Waikato. You can like the show on Facebook and find it wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to Free FM, the Community Access Media Alliance and New Zealand On Air for making this show happen. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This Free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.